Nice. Yes, we are live. The only fear I have is not being right with God. And where are you on that score? I feel pretty good because I've taken Jesus Christ as my personal savior. Uh, and it's given me enormous strength and solace because he knows what's in my heart. That's Roger Stone. <laughs> Courtesy of Stone, who has appeared on the Jesse Lee Peterson show multiple times, is now a Christian. Aren't you happy? And the angels are celebrating. <laughs> oh my gosh, so funny when you hear people talk like that. But I like Roger Stone. I like him. Nice guy. Trump supporter. And has not turned on Trump despite a tremendous pressure. He's worked with, I think he worked with Richard Nixon. I could be wrong. But that's cool. That's Roger Stone. He was supporting the Trump campaign, I think, from the outside. I don't think he was inside the Trump campaign officially. But he would have contact with them. He would appear on Infowars sometimes. He appeared on the Jesse Lee Peterson show at least a couple of times. He's into male fashion. <laughs> He's in his 60s, I believe. The FBI raided him at one point. They accused him of lying to the FBI or something dumb and of threatening a witness or something like that, witness tampering. There was this guy that he claimed, allegedly, well, maybe it's been proven, I don't know. I didn't really pay attention to the case. That Roger Stone claimed falsely that he had a back channel to WikiLeaks when he didn't. <laughs> and that such and such liberal comedian was his connection to WikiLeaks when he had no connection, you know, back channel to WikiLeaks. And he was convicted and all that stuff by a, um, a liberal Obama judge, Jewish female, married to a black man, <laughs> and liberal. That's the main point. Liberal, stupid woman. And um, hates Trump, a Trump hater, the judge. And now Roger Stone is a Christian. <laughs> uh so funny. Um, I may talk a little bit more about that later, but um, I have a ton of calls that I want to get to. Um, first, I want to just briefly touch on another, another thing I've noticed or maybe delve more deeply into a point that I've made that I've noticed about this, this whole, there's, a, there's drama going on still, I think, at least within people's minds and imaginations, about um, Jesse Lee Peterson who's the executive producer of this show, um, taking ad money and playing ads for Michael Bloomberg, a Democrat, a rhino-turned-Democrat. He used to be Republican when he was mayor of New York City. He would do stop and frisk. I heard that he was very pro-abortion. That's disgusting. And that he's very—I know for a fact that he's—he purchased all, ki all kinds of—well, he spent all kinds of money on a Super Bowl ad— to promote attacks on the Second Amendment. You know, he hates, the, he hates people's right to bear arms. Not just this kind of bear arms, but also, like, shooting. You, sh you don't have the right to own and carry guns, so he claims. And also, he's, uh, he's um, promoting that nonsense about climate change. He's globalist socialism. You know, it's a ploy to push globalist socialism on that stuff. All these whiners about an ad, says Nick D. B. 352. You're right, Nick. But um, anyways, that's Bloomberg, right? And he, he's, he's spending all kinds of money on ads because he, didn't, he got into the race late and he has the money. And so we, we're airing the ads <laughs> and nobody's falling for him. But some people are falling and listening to Satan. And that's a, a phrase that Jesse uses 
when you're listening to your thoughts because all thoughts, he says, are from Satan. And it is interesting because when I read in the Bible, in the book of Genesis, the very beginning, when Satan, or the serpent, I guess, talked to Eve and said, did God really tell Adam this and this and that? And he added stuff onto what God supposedly told to Adam. He added other stuff and that you can't even look at it and stuff like that. Like, I noticed that the devil added stuff, or the serpent added stuff, that God didn't actually say to Adam, to Eve. So you got her like, he was a snake. <laughs> Man, that serpent was a snake. And Eve actually yeah, agreed to it and said, yeah, he said that you can't eat at it and you can't even look at it. But the Bible didn't say that God said that you can't look at it. <laughs> he said that you can't eat it. But anyways, that's just a side note. And um, he got her to say, oh, your God doesn't want you to become like him. You'll become knowledgeable of good and evil like him. And you'll become like God. And so she did it. And then she got Adam to do it and all that stuff. And likewise, many of the nice Christian women who have been supportive over the years are falling for, for the snakes that are talking in their minds, in their imaginations, in their suspicions, and in the, in the snake pit, <laughs> the live chat. Some of them are not in the live chat. But um, they're falling for these lies and, like, imagining different things and getting suspicious and what about the building? How come we didn't move out of the building yet? When Jesse's, if, if you know anything about, um, the, about business, stuff changes all the time. Like at one point, the landowner says you have to be out by December. And then at another point, now we're month to month because stuff changes. These guys are trying to make big deals. Stuff falls through all the time. And so we're looking for a building. But you guys, a lot, of, a lot of the ladies especially are suckers. And also a lot of the um, intellectuals. Because intellectual is female mindset. Intellectualism as opposed to just sticking with what's right and simple. People are getting into doubt and wondering and what if this and where do you draw the line with that? And it's just... it's. Drawing outside of reality. You're getting outside of reality. And I just noticed that. That um, the women, the intellectuals, and the snakes are all going, are all kind of like falling for it. It's interesting. So, let me get to some calls. Huh, interesting. Let me get to Cassandra out of Arizona. Cassandra. Are you there? Make yeah. my voice sound weird. Hey. Are you a first time caller, Cassandra? Yeah. Cool. What's up? <laughs> um I um I I think that Jesse's been brainwashing people into thinking that that Jesse is okay. That racism isn't real, and I think that you're brainwashing people into thinking that Jesse isn't brainwashing people, that <laughs> racism isn't real. But I think that you're brainwashed into thinking racism is real. You're, how old are you? Nine. That is a shame. <laughs> because you're, did you, where did you learn that racism is real? Um, my friend. Your friend? Um, yeah, he was um, about eight when he told me, and I was seven. Uh huh. But like, we started calling each other racist because we kept on calling each other white. <laughs> your friend is white. Are you white? Yeah. Is your friend well, is your friend white? No, he's Mexican. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. The Mexicans do fall for the racism thing. That's a shame. Well, actually, I mixed. You're mixed. Okay. Yeah. But I accidentally fell off the swing while I was trying to jump, but I, like, held on to the swing. So that's why he called me white. Oh, <laughs> dang. And is that racist for him to call you white for <laughs> for being clumsy? <laughs> yeah. No, it's not racist, Cassandra. It's funny. I it, guess. It might be mean. Racist. It might be mean, I guess. But it's also kind of funny. 
It's just being yeah, funny. Yeah. Yeah. So then, it, so then, you shouldn't be concerned about this whole racism thing. I remember when I was nine. You're nine, right? Yeah. I was actually I was ten when I was, I think I was ten or because when I was nine I was in fourth grade, ten fifth grade. That's when I started reading about discrimination and stuff like that. But I never really bought into the racism thing because if you think about it, people are always suspicious of each other for all sorts of different reasons. And it's not wrong to, to be that way or right to be that way. Sometimes it's wrong and sometimes it's right. But you're going to call some, you, if you believe in the racism thing, you're going to end up calling somebody racist for telling the truth. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or when they're just joking around. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Because when Berna and Judy, when Mom um, talks to Auntie Kathy about racism not being real. Yeah. Berna and Judy says, oh my gosh, racism <laughs> isn't real. I forgot. <laughs> it's just so funny. Yeah. Adults act silly sometimes because they get over, they get too passionate about their arguments. And yeah. even if even if they're saying they're supposed to right thing, they sometimes act wrong. So yeah. don't sweat it. Yeah. But I'm not brainwashed. I mean, I don't think I'm. I don't think people are falling for what I'm saying. I think that they either can see that I'm right and they agree with me, or else they're um, already judging me. And same thing with uh. Jesse. Some people, yeah, I I I do agree with you that some people do follow somebody and they they end up identifying with a person and treating him like they're like he's their leader and they shouldn't do that but you'll if you've ever heard Jesse Lee Peterson he tells people not to do that with him he tells you people oh. I'm not your leader don't listen to don't believe me just because I said it just know for yourself isn't that smart isn't that what an honest man should do yeah yeah so, and he also said, stop spending time watching all his shows and spend time with your family. But, yeah. <laughs> did he say that? <laughs> yeah, I think. Mom told me he did. Okay. Yeah, you know what? That that may well be. Because maybe some people um, go overboard with being fanboys and fangirls of of uh, different people. That is true. Mm -hmm. And I do notice that women... Uh, Women oftentimes get overexcited about such and such leader, and then they bash other, and guys do this too, they bash other people over the head with it, with what they've learned from that person. And that's not yeah. good. Yeah. So if she does that with you, just be like, calm down, mom. <laughs> you know what? Uh, you, should, you should call Jesse Lee Peterson's show or his office. If you ever want to oh. talk... If you want to get your mom and you to get some private counseling, and then you can okay. uh, get it off your chest, maybe you're, you're probably right about some of the stuff that you're saying, Cassandra. Oh. Yeah? Thanks for thinking that. Yeah. So, um, the office hours, you, your mother probably knows the, the, I know she knows the office number. Because I've talked to her when she's called in sometimes to the office, the bond office. Oh, yes, you just nodded her head. Okay, cool. Appreciate you, Cassandra. Thanks for calling. Thanks for letting me be on your show. You're welcome. Take care. Bye. Bye. That's nice. Oh, man. Let me get to Rick out of Maine. Rick, how are you doing? All right, buddy. How are you doing today? Doing fine. Nice to hear All from right. you. Yeah, thank you. I thanks for taking my call too. By the way, I uh, I get a little note from Cassandra, and it's something that Jesse says all the time. It's either right or wrong, good or evil. Yeah. And you ask yourself after someone makes a comment to you that strikes you funny, you ask yourself. Is that right, or is it wrong? Is it good or evil? That's how you find out exactly where it's coming from. Yeah. Now, I'll segue to the uh, point that I want to make about this commercial. 
Okay. James, Jesse's got the right idea, and I don't hold anything against him as a businessman for, for doing what he did. All right. But I've listened to a lot. I've, I've listened to all the comments all last week and today, and I think strongly that it would make a whole lot of us listeners and fans of his to consider taking on at least one or two commercials from President Trump, even the playing field out. Sure, go ahead and play the commercials. Get your money. Good grief. You're a businessman. Do it. Yeah. But don't just have it one-sided. It's been one-sided ever since you guys started playing them commercials. You know, we're not hearing anything from the other side of the street. It's all Bloomberg, Bloomberg, Bloomberg. And quite frankly, it's driving me nuts. <laughs> but, you know, even, even, even the playing field, take money from both sides. We definitely take will. Take money from all sides, you know. Yep. Yeah, Don't we definitely will. He's he's the first one to be able to close a deal with us. But Oh sure. But we're talking sure. with other people who are interested in purchasing uh, ads. Reach, per, reach by out the way, to the people other, uh, producer at jessieleepeterson.com is how you can contact or you can call the call the office. Right, right. Oh, I know it. I know yeah. it. Um but you know, like it's like I say, even the playing field out and take on your your advertisers. And especially in this ever so important 2020 race, um, make sure that, you know, when you start taking those type of ads, take them from both sides. If you haven't heard anything from the Trump campaign, yeah. reach out to them. Reach out to them. Hey, we're taking ads. We'd kind of like to put yours on, too. Right. That's what I'm trying to get at. And I think that's what everybody else is trying to get at. But they got segued uh, off of the subject for one reason or another. Well, we didn't. So, a, as you as you know, I'm sure we didn't go to yeah. Mike Bloomberg. Mike Bloomberg came to us. Oh, sure. Yeah, sure. And yeah. Trump, Trump hasn't come you know, to like us. Like I say, he he came to you. You go to Trump. All right. You know because that's gonna that's gonna even your playing field out. You're gonna you, <laughs> dispel a lot of these crazy feelings that I've been hearing from people, you know, like I said, last week and, and today. You agree with me that oh. they shouldn't listen to their uh, their lying thoughts? Oh, no. Don't, don't listen. Don't. <laughs> you listen to that man, you're, you're following Satan himself. No, I'm not saying don't listen to Bloomberg. Don't listen to your thoughts about, about Jesse regarding Bloomberg. Oh, right. Because right. people, are, people are getting into their imaginations about it. And starting oh, yeah, to, I see that. Yeah, I've seen that already. Yeah, they're starting to be suspicious yeah. and distrustful. Yeah, when they're really listen, they're listen, they're trusting Satan. Right, right. Yeah. They're listening to him. Yeah, stop listening to him. Yeah, appreciate it, Rick. Thanks All for right, the brother, tip. take care. Thanks All right, for taking my call. Talk with you later. All right, bye. Let me get to Rick out of Hampton, Virginia. The other Rick. Rick, it's good to hear from you. You too, brother James. Love you, man. You have a good weekend? Yes, I did. How about you? Man, well, my girl had a funeral. I went to my neighbor's funeral Saturday, and wow. um, that was nice. And, um, well, now I had a great weekend. Went by quick, though. Yep. True. And my question, I'm, I want to ask, you know, I guess, you know, they got the South Carolina primary going right now, right? Yes. And or actually, I think I that was Saturday, right? Wasn't that Saturday? Oh, you know, you yeah, you like Biden one. Yeah, tomorrow won, tomorrow too. is a big Super Tuesday thing. Oh yeah, we vote tomorrow, Virginia. Yeah, us too. Well, and, sure. uh, I ain't got a vote because I ain't got a candidate. I ain't got a horse in the race in that Democratic Party. <laughs> is there a is there a Republican primary where we can vote for Trump? Um, you know what? They probably do. You know, I probably go check, go in my voting place and see. Yeah, but um, I think it's mainly the Democratic primary. I'm going to go and and vote because there's stuff that you have to vote no on. Like, there's a lot of propositions. And when in mm -hmm. doubt with propositions, from what I hear, vote no. Yeah. Because um, when you vote no on a proposition, that means you're not going to change it. You're not going to change what already is. 
And in general, right. the stuff that they want to change is for the worse. So you just generally, yep. if in doubt, Make vote more. no on propositions, guys. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, there's a there's a man who's been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. Um, ah, who's that guy? If you're in California, I'll find out the information, guys. Mm-hmm. If you want to know a voter guide. Like, this guy knows about even the judges, and I don't know if there's any voting for judges wow. this time any, around. Any, any, any be on the Jesse Lee Peterson show? Well, he's been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show in the past a number of times with me, with Nick even found him independently of us, and with prior producers as well. But anyways, that's, Man, yeah, that might be mainly for California, but he may know some of the nationwide oh. stuff. Oh, okay, yeah, because that's what I try and go back and give me, like, a Christian... um. You like go to Christian websites and they keep you posing and be honest on what's really going on. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, he's so a I mean, he's a Christian guy, Christian conservative. Oh yeah, it's like old uh, family boomer. Um, what's that? Um, it's a website, Family um, Matter, something like that we use in Virginia. Oh, okay, and it nice. All the positives going on here, and that's what I usually go by. I try and go to Christian um, sources and try and find out what's on that what's on the table. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so that's. What I try and do, and, Nick, and, who is, and it helps me. Nick, who is that guy who's smart on what's going on politically, but also morals-wise, California-based? Think back, because it was just a matter of weeks or less than a couple of months that you had him on. He was like a white old guy. Yeah, Nick brought him on. I'm like, oh, yeah, we've had him on before, and we usually have him on around voting time. And he's mm-hmm. like a boomer, white-haired Craig Huey. Craig Huey. And what's his oh. website, Nick? Because he, he makes decent voter guides in general. And I basically oh, trust let his me, judgment. Let me get his information, too. I don't um, know if he's good on, on nationwide, craighuey.com. But, yeah, there, he has another one, too, that's more um, gener- generic sounding. But, anyways, he's good in California. Oh, Craig he talked about Huey. ballot. He talked about ballot harvesting and stuff like that. But he's... He's smart. He has like decent voter voting guides and stuff like that. At least for Californians. So, Craig Huey, now, guys. you know what? H U E Y. Is Huey spelled H E W E W? No, no, no. H U E Y. Not to be confused with Huey Newton. Okay. Craig, I'm gonna look that guy up too because I have to stay informed as I can when it comes to politics. Usually. I used to just have the Bible, and most time when I vote on anybody, yeah. I see what they propose and see do how it lines up with the scriptures. Nice, and that's what I do. And um, and even all know they're talking about um, having abortions and um, not enforcing the death penalty. I don't vote for those. I'm for the death penalty when people go kill somebody maliciously. Right. You yeah. Know, but uh, but I can uh, I'm gonna get to my question real quick okay. if I can. Uh, yes. James. You know I always hear when blacks say if unequal pay among whites and blacks. I have never seen that since I've been in the workforce and even started my own business. Yeah. And like I was in the military, everybody got paid. When If you took the test and passed the test, everybody make the same money. Yep. And even as a civilian, when I worked at plants, if you apply for a position that pays $13 an hour, blacks and whites going to make the same thing. Yeah. And, um, if one person decides to go advance and take more responsibility, he's going to make more money. Right. Uh, you get a, most blacks when they are um, working, they don't want the responsibility. They just want to run around, uh, do their thing, and make money. Then when they see some, they, when they see whites or his or agents come in and make supervisors in about a month, and they screaming. Right. You know. I, don't, I think that I think bitter people don't see how they the way that they act. And the, their attitude has a huge effect on people's trust of them and yeah. people's willingness to work with them. And uh, they really start these self-fulfilling prophecies where they just hurt themselves with their doubt and attitude and, and anger and the evil that drives them. It's, I think that that's what's happening. And same thing with I the know. women. A lot of the women are complaining and stuff like that. They don't realize yeah, they have a totally different attitude and work ethic to these other people. That's what I use, James. And, and yeah. the thing, the thing too, like um, when um, 
a lot of times blacks spend their money on stuff. Most blacks, not all, not all, spend their money on stuff that depreciate. Oh, yeah. I mean, $300 on a pair of gym shoes, <laughs> $80 on a T-shirt. Right. You get a fruit or a little T-shirt and a pack for about $12. And they, yep. and they, and they, spend, on, they spend money on stuff that depreciates because blacks make money. It's just that they put it in the wrong places. True. They are high consumers. And um, they said blacks just alone in the black community has enough money to make the 16th largest country in the world. Wow. And yeah, they, and, um, they don't realize they, the opportunities. Many people right. don't realize the opportunities that they have. That's true. You know, and we don't say that much either. You know, like um, when I go to church, I pass and teach us 10, 10, 80. 10, go to God. 10, go to yourself and live off your 80. Interesting. If you just live off that simple principle, you'd be surprised how, um, you know, when you save money, it opens you up for opportunities. Right. You know, and um, it's cool, just, Rick. I just get tired of just hearing, hearing, you know, a lot of blacks say, the um, pay is, is, not, is not fair. Whites are making more than the average black. Well, blacks, can, blacks are making a lot of money, too. They just be better stewards, most blacks. Yeah. Not all but most. And yeah. I guarantee you, and, um, and being angry, too. You know, it took me a while to catch on when just like, when you're angry, and um, I tell you, I love my dad, man, and you, the things some of these people go through, I said, you know, I hate to tell you, I never went through that, man. When I was a kid, don't get me wrong, I caught whoopings and stuff, but for the most part, I wanted to do what's right. I wanted to be kind to people, you know. Um, yeah. Never held grudges on people, you know. I love my dad, you know. And my dad used to drink and, um, you know, drink and um, fall sometimes, but I still loved him, and he knew I loved him, and um, and I love my dad, and, and I see what Jesse says when you don't love your dad, and how, you know, how everybody actually don't have a dad. I even told my son, I said, if you can, don't date a young lady and have a positive father in her life. Right. Good advice, man. I appreciate yeah. it, Rick. Love you, there, James. Keep up the good work. All right. All right. <laughs> Allah, Allah. Nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me get to Ferocious Chihuahua out of Texas. Ferocious Chihuahua, what an honor. Have you called in before? Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, just making sure, because I remember hearing, I remember hearing from you and seeing you on the chat a lot. I'm normal right now. Nice. <laughs> What's up, man? Oh boy, I'm just uh, observing. Uh, all the people just freaking out about, you know, your uh, ad revenue. Yeah. And, uh, you know, how, how disturbed they are. Oh, 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 oh God. Oh. You know, and yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of sad, you know. It's uh, it's such a one-way street the way people think. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Don't question it, don't question it. But then, like, you know, uh, the good guys decide, you know what? You know, if this is the way things are, we're going to adjust, we're going to adapt. And, uh, you know, then people blame you for all kinds of weird stuff for that. It, it, you right. guys are being really smart about the way you're going about what you're doing. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, I noticed that um, earlier in this show I was talking about how the women and the female-minded, like the intellectuals, are taking this. And then yeah. when you contrast that to, like, these manly responses, like just people that know how the world works, just wise and experienced in the world as Medor and others who've called in just they're just taking it sane you know and they're like right on and I'm happy for you that's that's what we need more of we need more examples of people that just think with sanity and objectivity yes absolutely yeah Unfortunately, you know, we live in a world now where, uh, at least our country is, uh, you know, um, I, I guess the country is still mo more conservative than it is liberal, but you know how loudmouth liberals are. Right. So, you know, they're going to cry and they're going to complain about every little thing. Yeah. But the thing I, I've noticed about liberals is that they don't really ask questions. They just follow what they're told. You Interesting. Know, they, 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 they are... Uh, um, Formed by institutions. There's institutions of education, yeah. institutions of advertisement, you know, institutions of uh, marketing. There's many, you know, many uh, establishments that form their mindset and form their opinions for them. And they'll tune into TV and you know get their little five minute sound bites, and they'll take those opinions and they'll run with it. 
because they're empowered and you know they're enabled. Yeah, it's 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 like a giant cult. I was watching the Fallen State last night that took that came out on Friday with the millennial and the Gen Z, and um, it was so interesting to see these guys. They're nice guys trying to be independent-minded. They're not even trying. They're just, you can tell they have their own mind deep down in there. <laughs> yeah. And they seem almost innocent, and yet they're so corrupted by the uh, the brainwashing of the culture. And their parents probably, too. But it, I mean, they're just problem, so lost. That's, they, yeah, they don't ask questions. Yeah. You know what I mean? They right. just don't ask questions. Yep. you got to keep asking questions no matter what, right? Yeah, and then they're af- you can tell that they're afraid to disagree with the approved answers. It was it was right. remark- It was so refreshing. Sometimes every now and then, one or the other would be smarter than the other, right? Or at, right, the Muslim guy s- a- admitted that feminism has made women less happy, <laughs> and then the other guy was smart about like the impeachment thing. How like we're we're not getting a straight story. And it's impossible to really know what the truth is because he just read about all this stuff with the phony whistleblower and all that stuff. So these guys... A really good example of that is uh, climate change. Yeah. They're like, like, climate change is coming and climate change is here and Bloomberg is going to save you from it. But (laughs) nobody, if you ask anybody who would vote for Michael Bloomberg, like, uh, you know, what is climate change and what is it doing and how does it, you know... uh, you know, like how how has it come about? They they wouldn't be able to explain it to you, right? They don't know. Yep, they're, they're just going with uh, uh, what do you call it? Catchphrases? Uh, uh, what is it? The the the, the marketing mantra? Um, yeah, whatever the 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 latest uh, you know uh, catchy words are. That, you know, <laughs> right? Yeah, even the ones who even with. the ones who do know all the little facts that they cite, they don't know it either. Even the ones who are coming up with those facts. They don't actually know what's going on. This is like something that's kind of, it's so big, it's unknowable. And that's what they like to stay, the communists like to stay in, stay in that. And Satan likes to do that too. He likes to exploit places of doubt where um, things like, things like climate change or the flat earth or the moon landing or uh, what really happened with 9-11. There's stuff that we, there's so much stuff that, Everybody doesn't know. Why should you bother with that? Stick with what you know, and you're going to end up in the in the in the right. But don't assume that you know something that you don't know. But people are it's just, not objective. It, it, yeah, it just bothers me so. It, it, uh, it, it rattles my cage big time because we live in an in an age now where you have so much access to information. Yeah, and you have so much access to communicating with other people that you know it could be two thousand. You know, eight thousand miles away from you. Yeah, and, and these people don't take advantage of that. They just, oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, well, I'm just gonna, uh, I'm just gonna go to work and, uh, <laughs> you know, watch Rachel Maddow and, uh, you know, uh, 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 you know, it's just like, get, get out of here, bud. Like, yeah, what are you doing? You know, man. Even even though even gathering facts and information or being in a situation doesn't doesn't protect you from being susceptible to lies, though, because yeah. Think about, like, a disgruntled employee will just smear Trump or Jesse or some other person or some other organization. And if you're going to believe that disgruntled employee or that, that angry person and saying, oh, they were on the inside, they know better than I do. But you don't know that they know better because they're listening to Satan, right, lying to him, right, right, lying to this person right in front of his right before his eyes, you know? People have really messed up yeah. um, senses of of uh, observation. They cannot observe things objectively. It's... That's why I think uh, there's a huge void to be filled right now by people like you, like Jesse, people who tell the truth and uh, are bringing back Christianity, bringing back the truth of the Lord, bringing back goodness, and actually speaking out with a voice that is intelligent, and strong and stable, and uh, it just blows me away. Like to see the potential here and how this is starting to kind of snowball. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, what's what's really what's so cool to me is like something that was so much bigger than than this whole Bloomberg ad drama for church yesterday was these two guys at the beginning realizing one guy realized that he's beta <laughs> and he's 30 years old living at home. That is huge. That's way bigger. And that's like what Jesse is about. And then meanwhile, other people are hung up on the Bloomberg ad. And that's yeah. such petty nothing. It's just a, like Jesse said, money is just a tool. Meanwhile, what he's about is, is men becoming men again, becoming what's right. And these, and these are two black guys that are the first two that, um, that uh, spoke up in church. But there's been white guys, Hispanics, everybody from around the world um, waking up and realizing that they're wrong and that they need to move out. <laughs> Baby steps, right? <laughs> Baby steps into manhood. And You know, you touched forgive. on a big thing with that. It's a big deal to admit you're wrong or yeah. to admit to yourself that you've been lied to for a long time. And right. facing that down. And where do you go from there? Yeah. I mean, you get woken up in a myriad of different ways, you know, by different things. It yeah. depends on the person and the moment and all that. But to face that down and accept it and then move on and become a bigger a bigger man or a better man or, you know, a better woman, it, it, it's hard. But people need to start kind of sucking it up and, and you know, getting yep. up. True, man. It's good to hear from you, Ferocious Chihuahua. Yes. Appreciate you, Likewise, man. Likewise, sir. All right, take Great care. Show, hey. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. Let me get to Let me get to Josh out of Atlanta, Georgia. Josh, how are you doing, man? Doing well. Hey, how you doing, bro? Doing fine. It's good to hear from you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I uh I I just was calling about that guy that called in yesterday and was uh comparing Jesse to Kobe Bryant and yeah, he I I heard how he called the week before and apologized. In the week before that, he was calling, talking mess, right. and uh, I was I was getting mad just listening, man. And it was good how you you, you didn't you didn't uh, let the anger get to you, man, because I was like I was getting mad for you. <laughs> I yeah. caught myself, and uh, it's um it's just like uh, he he you know it's, it's, I heard that call with Jesse and, and the guy who did 15 years in prison, and he and he listened to Jesse out of hate. Yeah, and uh, last week that was you know awesome. you can turn people like that you know that's I think that's 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 awesome that all the haters in the YouTube uh, video in, in YouTube chat and the snakes they they listening for a reason Earl T and it's like you can you can really change people you know without if you don't hate them so right I just want to commend you on not hating that dude man that was that was awesome you know yeah I appreciate that Josh yeah it's you cannot if you're if you're going to hold it against a person for being wrong, then you're, right. you end up being wrong. You end up wrong, both wrong. And that person right. has no hope of, of waking up. Yeah. I, right. I don't even really want to comment on that guy. Like he's. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. actually not. Um, I'm actually banning him from calling my show. <laughs> call That's Jesse's cool. Show. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. You get a little too, you get a little too wild, but I was even hating the people that, that were mad about the, uh, I caught myself hating the people that were mad about the um, the Bloomberg ad. Right. right. You know, like, they all are just trolling, and I realized, okay, I can't hate them because maybe they just can't see, and, right. you know, I'm not God. I'm playing God. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, because it's, message, it's interesting, Josh. Like, yeah. I told you about how, I told you guys about how um, Satan is talking to the women and the intellectuals and yeah. the snakes. And then Satan's right. talking to us about them. <laughs> right. And so then Satan wins. That's tricky, man. Yeah. That's so, so tricky. Yeah. <laughs> the great deceiver, man. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I appreciate you, Josh. Thanks for calling in. No problem, man. Keep up the good work. I appreciate everything, man. All right. Take care. All right, buddy. Yep. Bye. Sure. Let me get to Louie out of Idaho. Louie, it's good to hear from you. Hey. Hey, how are you, man? Doing fine. All right, cool. You know, I, I, I think about this uh, accepting the donation from Bloomberg. Yeah. It's like the people that people that stand outside the stores, you know. I give money to those people. It's a business, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And, and you know, who cares what they do with it? I've done my part. Right. You know, if they want to buy, buy beer or whatever, who cares, you know. 
I, I got the satisfaction of doing something good for someone else. That's all I want to say. Oh, you're talking about giving money to the 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 beggars outside? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I stopped doing that because I found out it was a business. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. That's good. That's good that you realize that. Yeah, because yeah. there's there's people that you should give to, and there's times when you should give, and there's times when you should not give. And probably most of the time you should not. <laughs> But yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I think it's great. I've that had people. I, I've given to people, and then he waves to me and gets in his car and drives away. And I was so pissed. Yeah, I was so pissed that one day. Sorry, but I shouldn't talk about that on the phone. Oh uh, no worries, man. I understand. It's a lot yeah. of people. It's it's really offensive to to see that, and that that's kind of what, what wakes you up to realizing. I mean, you sometimes I buy him. I buy him food and things like that, and then I give money. Forget that, man. Yeah. I'm done with that. Anyway, that's all I want to say. I appreciate you, Louie. It's good to hear from you, Bye. man. Take care. Take care, man. Bye-bye. Bye. So, wasn't that nice about <laughs> about Roger Stone turning Christian? I haven't seen it. That was an Axios clip, and Axios is a far-left propaganda outlet. They like to be, you know, like all of the news media outlets are, including AP, Reuters, um, CNN, NBC, ABC, CBS, f- even Fox News to a point now, um, just turn liberal propaganda. Feel good, not mess. But they had an interview with Roger Stone that I guess came out, according to the clip, came out, I guess, this Sunday. And Axios is actually aligned with HBO. And the founder of Axios, I think he was the one interviewing Roger Stone in that clip, where he's like, how are you doing on that front, or whether you're right with God? <laughs> um, I think that's the guy who co-founded Politico, which is another far-left outlet. You know, some of these, they put out some factual, useful information, but they are, you, you know where they're coming from. They're Trump haters, generally. Christian haters, definitely. White haters, obviously. <laughs> and um, anti-American, generally. Maybe they, some of them don't realize that they're anti-American. There's some honest liberal journalists, which is kind of a, um, kind of a, what is that called? Oxymoron? <laughs> An honest liberal journalist. But there are some journalists who are less dishonest, let's say, than others. For sure. Anyways, I didn't get to this stuff, but I wanted to get to this from yesterday on my show. I stream on Sundays on my channel, which is before anything happens with Jesse. Jesse Lee Peterson, Church with Jesse Lee Peterson is an hour after I'm done on Sundays. But um, Joe Biden, according to reports, Fox News, Washington Post, and this outlet Analyzing America, Joe Biden, the vice president is being investigated for his actions as vice president by um, Ukraine. Isn't that interesting? So this is a Fox News quote, which is enhanced by yours truly, by Haig. Ukrainian prosecutor Shokin's removal during the Obama era was done in coordination with U.S. Deep State Department. (laughs) I added the word deep in there. The corrupt European Union, the EU, from which the UK is brexiting, and the untrustworthy International Monetary Fund, or IMF. Some of you guys know about the IMF. I don't know much about them. I've seen their name around, and I feel like they're associated with bad things. (laughs) Maybe Skip can tell me better (laughs) what's up with the IMF. I know he knows about the Fed. International Monetary Fund. Sounds globalist to me, right? Um... And this is something that the far-left Washington Post reported. So in short, this, um, this prosecutor, the Ukrainian prosecutor, was investigating Burisma, which is a, the, the largest private oil or energy company in Ukraine, on which they, they had um, Burisma, this holdings, Burisma holdings. They hired Hunter Biden, Joe Biden's son, to be their... Um, to be on their board for like $83,000 a month or something, allegedly, according to reports, right? And that was within weeks, just like a couple of weeks, I think, of Joe Biden being assigned as vice president to handle 
whatever deal that they were doing with Ukraine, the United States and Ukraine deal. And the Obama administration, by the way, did not want to help Ukraine um, militarily with their money and their um, military, you know, tanks and whatever else we were giving them under Trump. The Obama administration didn't want to help Ukraine because the U- Ukrainians, the ones that were fighting <laughs> against Russia, were like white nationalists or something like that. Like they were almost Nazis, according to, according to the liberal media, right? And so now all of a sudden the, the Democrats are attacking Trump for acting like he was going to withhold aid. Aid was never actually withheld, even though they paused the help. It was like months delay, right, before they ever felt anything. So it was never actually even um, suspended the help for Ukraine. The whole premise of them impeaching Trump. And so this Shokin guy was investigating Burisma and um, Joe Biden and the EU, the European Union, not to be trusted. The State Department, not to be trusted. We know who's, I mean, the State Department are a bunch of liberals. The... um, and the IMF wanted Shokin removed. So it wasn't just Joe Biden who wanted Shokin removed. But it was very convenient for Joe Biden to want Shokin, this Shokin guy, Ukrainian prosecutor, removed. So it's funny, though. It's funny. Anything that Obama and slash Biden did in conjunction with the far left establishment, the deep state, the EU, the IMF. Can you blame Trump for wanting those thugs investigated because those people are thugs so they impeached him in order to head off being investigated for themselves that's what it looks like to me and so it's interesting um trump supported supposedly he wanted the new president of ukraine to announce that they were investigating joe biden well now they've announced that they're investigating a u.s citizen they didn't name him but washington post's found out that, yes, indeed, it is Joe Biden, according to Washington Post. So that's interesting. He is getting investigated after all, and it has been announced somewhat. By the way, Joe Biden won in South Carolina. I wonder who would vote for Joe Biden? South Carolina. I mean, I know that this is Democrats only voting. Congratulations, though. Trump tweeted congratulations to sleepy Joe Biden. But he did, he first he tweeted how Bernie, Bernie Sanders, is getting robbed again by the establishment. And he also, Trump also noted that this, um, this Pete Buttigieg Edge guy, that he dropped out right afterwards. Or now actually, yeah, right after that. And he's dropping out before this Super Tuesday vote. So, so what Trump thinks is that they're, he's trying to get more votes over to sleepy Joe Biden. So Joe Biden has a better chance against Bernie Sanders because there's so many Democrats running. And Tom Steyer dropped out. Oh, my gosh. I do not have the video clip for you. (laughs) Joel, can you actually pull it up in the, the 10 minutes that we have on the Skype computer and then just show it? Joe Biden dancing to uh, back that A up. By Juvenile. (laughs) Tom Steyer. Speaking of political advertisements, Tom Steyer has had, I've heard on the radio sometimes when I'm driving around town, his son has talked about, like, why he supports Tom Steyer. And, um, I mean, of course his son does, right? But he's a liberal. They're liberals. Talking about race and climate and all that mess. Tom Steyer is a billionaire, but he's pathetic. All of these billionaires are like wannabe Trumps. I'm serious. That's my impression. Um, he, bought on an ad, he bought an ad on conservative radio saying that he was going to kick Trump's A, A word, on um, the economy. And then also he was video recorded on the stage. It went viral, I guess, over the weekend. Hat tip to Jay from San Diego for sending it to me. With this rapper, Juvenile, singing that dumb but catchy, I admit, rap song that goes, Back that A up. 
Uh, I like that song in spite of myself, but, you know. <laughs> but that's humiliating. That is so pathetic and... Have you found it? Tom Steyer? Yeah, Tom Steyer. Uh, maybe we'll show it tomorrow, or maybe I'll spare you guys. <laughs> uh, it's terrible. But anyways, he was up on stage. Oh, you did find it? Can you show it on the, the Skype computer? Um, make sure you unmute the Skype, <laughs> Skype computer. It's hor horrific. Whites just making fools of themselves. Is Tom Steyer a full-on white or is he a fellow white? <laughs> a fellow white is, is um, what the guys, some of the, some of the guys say, refer to as the Jewish people who... <laughs> Chris says he's a fellow white. All right, whatever. But it's, humi it's humiliating. It's ridiculous. He should be ashamed of himself. Go ahead and play it if you can. I just want to show you Tom He's going to switch the screen so that you guys can see it, I think. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. Sorry for the cuss words. <laughs> <laughs> it's a catchy song, though. Okay, that's pretty funny. I mean, it's a, this song is so catchy. How can you deny the song? Tom is your uncle. <laughs> yeah, that was horrific. Did did Jesse Lee Pearson show that clip yet? Okay, yeah. So Tom Steyer humiliating himself on stage. It's a catchy song, but only blacks should be up on stage dancing to it. And young blacks and, or, or juvenile. He can do it since he made the song, right? But they're up on stage with the American flag. It's kind of, yeah, he is a fellow white. I mean, he's Jewish. He's not a normal white. Not a Christian, let's say. Or if he is a Christian, he's a Democrat. So that debunks the Christian thing, right? So that's, so I am so glad that he dropped out. For that reason, because that's just just kind of a cultural degradation. That song is kind of a degradation, but at least it's catchy. But when you have a an old boomer who's trying to run for president doing that, you, can you see Trump doing that? Trump, you see him dancing and swaying a little bit, but he maintains a sense of dignity, or at least a sense of... Not of still being himself, <laughs> you know, he's not, I don't know, to me that's just kiss-up stuff. Uh. Um, Trump spoke on Saturday, by the way, on the coronavirus, and um, two people, two Americans have now died. He, by the time he had spoken, just one had died. Um, I'm assuming that they're Americans. I don't know much about the details of their deaths, but... Um, he had some of his experts, you know, <laughs> the experts, on up there with him when he was giving this um, talk. And he has Mike Pence on the case. And VP Mike Pence. That's nice. His experts, by the way, his one of his experts, disputed reports that I had read from Drudge about um, catching the virus and then getting over it and then catching it again. I'm hearing, I keep on hearing reports. <laughs> hey, I'm a boomer. <laughs> Wayne, no offense, Wayne. You're the good kind. <laughs> I don't picture you on stage dancing to rapper Juvenile. <sighs> Tom Steyer needs lessons from the gifted of dance. Yeah. Yes. Um, Thegiftedofdance.com, guys and gals. Boomers, Gen X, Zoomers, Millennials, you will love it. Um, where was I? Oh, so, um, about this whole thing, this whole thing of, um, can you catch the disease again? Well, I have noticed that sometimes, what's gifted of dance? You mean dancing on nails for Jesus? <laughs> Thegiftedofdance.com. You should probably get dancingonnailsforjesus.com to redirect to it. <laughs> Pay 30 bucks a year or whatever. <laughs> so, um... I have noticed that, like, sometimes 
you know, I'm like sickly. I get sick sometimes because I don't take care of myself. It's not wise. And then, like, I'll think I'm over it, and so I'll start slacking in terms of taking care of my health, and then I'll get sick again. Am I sick again, or am I just falling back into it because I was never completely over the sickness? Maybe that's what's happening with these people. So, word to the wise, make sure that you don't slack. Um, really pay attention to your health in these times. March, watch out, March is Women's History Month. LOL. Thank you, Maria. Tip from Maria. March is Women's History Month. <laughs> out of the frying pan into the fire. Out from Black History Month into Women's History Month. No offense to all you decent blacks and decent women, but you already aren't offended because you're decent. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, be safe. Uh, Trump said that he may close the border with Mexico. I, that would be nice, wouldn't that? Don't look at cruise ship videos. I might be dancing. <laughs> says Wayne. He's a boomer. Um, wouldn't that be great if we close the border with Mexico? Make it indefinite. At least a decade or two, right? Except for Ignacio, if he wants to come up. Ignacio is a, is a, he wasn't illegal. He was deported. I think he came here. His mother brought him here. And then he was deported. And although it was tough, he's happy. It was the best thing for him. He's running, I think he's running a business or else he's um, working, teaching English to kids over there down in Mexico. Working. Reconnected with his father who remained down in Mexico. See, this all this separating families from their children stuff. It's so phony. Immigration is separating families. I know guys that have come up here illegals. Or they came here legally and they overstay their visa, or they cross back and forth and pretend like they're just going to be um, tourists, but really they're illegals. Stay up here working, sending half their paycheck home, every paycheck, to, home to Mexico. To their kids, their kids are growing up without them. They think, oh, I'll just stay here six months. They've stayed here three years, ten years, fifteen years, twenty years. Some of them don't, still don't know English. Some of them do. Actually, the ones that do know English, some of the ones, so those are some of the ones you should trust the least um, because they can scam you. But um, that's separating families. This this um, ill-gotten gain of of the this corrupt country of Mexico, very corrupt, coming into this ever more corrupting country of the United States that allows the corruption looks the other way. So it's such mama, right? When you allow evil to um, continue because you feel sorry for them or you just don't have the heart to do the right thing, which is tough, which is tough love, send them back. It's what's right. Um, Ignacio has called into my show a few times over the years. It's been a little while since I've heard from him. But he's like, what is wrong with you Americans that most of you Americans are so weak. You're letting Mexico just bleed into the United States and corrupt it. I mean, the United States is already corrupt, obviously, to even allow it to happen. So that too, but he's like, send them back, build the wall, and don't let them in. So, and it, but it's so, so it's funny to, for me to say, Close the borders, but let Ignacio in, right? Because it's kind of like, oh, we like him, right? That's how it starts. The exceptions become the rule. And that's what chain migration is, too. That's feeling sorry for the, oh, let the family come in. That's chain migration, where you're letting family members come in. Uh, uncles, cousins, grandma, father, mother, daughter, son, all these people. Many times they're not even married. A lot of single mothers coming in. Or single fathers that's separating the families they're not real families and they're not really family oriented they're they're about the hookup hooking up friends and family breaking the law disrespect for the law and it, I've witnessed it in my growing up days with friends from like high school sneaking into places is part of the culture just sneaking in without paying to different places Raging Waters, <laughs> uh, 
cross country races. It became part of the culture. Like I was even participating in it sometimes. But uh, yeah, that's it's a corrupt culture, and we're a corrupt culture for allowing it to happen. People need to get past it. By the way, I may or may not talk about this CPAC thing. CPAC and AFPAC were this weekend. CPAC is seemingly like the Rhino, more establishment thing. There were some decent speeches. Judicial Watch's Tom Fitton spoke. Um, President Trump spoke. That was nice. AFPAC was America First Pack. Um, what's her name? Michelle Malkin spoke. Nick Fuentes spoke. Some other decent people spoke. Uh, nice. So I may I may get a little bit into that during the week. Uh, by the way, Tom Fitton of Judicial Watch spoke out against Reddit. Reddit is another social media outlet, very liberal. They've kind of put themselves in a hole in the wall because um, they censor conservatives like crazy. The Donald, the biggest pro-Trump uh, outlet on on there, is like in quarantine. It's been that way for months. It's crazy. Anyways, guys, I'll see you tomorrow on The Hake Report, Monday through Friday and Sunday, 9 a.m. TheHakeReport.com, JLPTalk.com for Jesse's stuff. All right, guys, take care.